Hey, 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 guys. What's up? This is the best you nation. I'm Ather, and this is your boy, Finn. What's up? What's um, up? We are the best you nation, and uh, we're happy to gather with you guys again. Uh, we did take a brief sabbatical, uh, primarily because I was moving from uh, West Virginia to Florida. So uh, just scheduling and everything kind of got crazy. Um, so we were unable to provide you with your weekly dose of uh, positivity. But nonetheless, we're back like we never left. And we're here with another amazing topic. But first things first, Finn, how are you doing? Uh, I'm doing pretty good, man. Um, obviously, you know, we're here. We're we're taking things to the next level as per the usual. Um, a lot of, you know, a lot of great things as we kind of are starting to get closer to the end of the year. Um, but I think it's more important to recognize the fact that you also just had your birthday um, celebrating yes. 33 years of life. 33, um, yeah. That's pretty insane. Um, still young, so don't don't ever think you're old. Young, young. Youngish, youngish. You know. Youngish, <laughs> the ish at the end. Um, so I just want to say happy birthday to you, man, on the show. Obviously, you know, you, you know, this is, uh, it's pretty crazy to think that, you know, you probably look back and you're like, damn, where I was, where I am. Uh, and it's going to be a fantastic, another lap around the sun. Um, but I just wanted to, uh, just say, you know, thank you for being a host here on the podcast. I was just talking to somebody the other day about the podcast and it was so weird. Cause I was like, yeah, we really are going on like four years now in the next couple months. And it's like weird. Um, because you know you, we had no idea it's just like a t it's like when you're a kid you just you're learning baby steps so uh now in correlation to the podcast now I, i'm excited to see where we will be when it's seasoned when we're more seasoned than we are now just like you are more seasoned than you were when you were 25 years old um which i think is wait 25 that's when you started you started nursing school right or you were a nurse at 25 or 26 25 i was um finished graduating so started at like 23 something like that yeah yeah so it's just crazy because i'm i am at the age of where you started nursing school now you're at a place of your life you're just like wow now like your 30s are i feel like are your just so your golden years almost not i said this last time about golden years and you corrected me because well, you <laughs> golden when, whenever someone talks about golden years they talk about like when you're in your 60s and you retire, they call it the golden. Like, that's why there's even a new TV show called The Golden Bachelor. Um, it's about, like, older people finding love. It's, yeah, it's it's a thing. So, mm, did well, I know I'm, that. Not in, I'm not anywhere in any golden years. Maybe we can call it a bronze year or whatever. Well, I was trying to figure years. out what it is. Is like, this is the time of your life now where you take everything you've learned in your 20s and you're establishing it now in your 30s. And they say that you're, you, those, the, the 30s is, like, the years to really, really enjoy. But um. I'm just, I, I'm here, man. I'm excited for today's episode. I think we have been, we took a break last week. Uh, we've just uh -huh. been, we've been growing, you know, we've been, we've been pushing, uh, you know, what we've been talking about. I've been hearing a lot more people asking and questions about our podcast. And it actually makes me really happy when I have people ask me like, Hey man, where can I find your podcast? And it's not like me talking to them about it. They overheard me one time and they're like, Hey, where can I find your podcast? Or, Hey man, um, I listened to your podcast the other day. And I would have never thought that this person at work would have been listening to it because it's just like, you know, you've got to be ready. Our content, I feel like is heavy. Our content is straightforward and legit. 
it's going to break. It's going to make or break people. And um, I feel like that's the part where people really, 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 it's, it's the beautiful part of it all is that you get to choose when you're ready to, to live out the best version of yourself. So. Well, this is for sure. Um, and sorry about that. I was having a little bit of technical difficulties. Uh, my, my laptop yes. is, uh, I'm doing this off my phone today because my laptop is just not quite doing what it's supposed to be doing. Um, but nonetheless, uh, you're, you're absolutely right. And um, I did have like, uh, I went to um, Meg's wedding. Meg uh, got married. Meg got um, married. Yeah, she got married. Yes. Congratulations to Meg. She shares October 13th with me, so that's her wedding day, and that's also my birthday. So we're now like siblings, or I don't whatever that word connects me with. We share the day. It's special for both of us now. Um, but uh, at the uh, wedding, I had like a handful of people from Popka. They approached me. They asked me about like the podcast, like, hey, are you doing that? How did that work? And just kind of uh, got a chance to kind of dive into it. Not too much because, you know, we're in a social setting, and it's you know, we got we got to remember why we're here. We're here to celebrate. So that's right. Um, but nonetheless, like we we kind of just kind of touched upon it, kind of um, like highlighted. It. And you know, one of the guys was just saying, like he was like, yeah, that's that's a pretty cool thing that you're doing because a lot of people are too afraid to put themselves out there and put them to you know let other people see what they are passionate about. And I'll be honest with you, like, I get judged on it sometimes and people make fun of me. But nonetheless, this is a platform that um, it's my platform. It may not be uh, a, a big platform um, compared to other social media influ influencers and um, people who speak and talk, but it's it's mine. So regardless of how, like, when I say mine, like ours. It's I know ours. you're you're yeah. you're you're speaking in the in a format of like you're yeah. talking to somebody else. I say the same thing. Like it is, it, you you sing, you're talking to somebody about your podcast. I mean, obviously, I sometimes do that too. I'm like, oh yeah, like my well, podcast is on here, but it's ours. But you're speaking it because you're saying it. And there's there's two ways you can like you can be a consumer or you can be a producer, right? If you're a consumer of social media, then you scroll and you scroll and you scroll. You like, you heart this, you like this, you heart that. Um, but if you're somebody who's a producer, you're producing content. And whether or not whether or not people care or like your content, it does not matter. You're still putting yourself out there so that way you can potentially help that one person. Maybe Correct. two people, five people, who knows? You can help a whole bunch of people as long as you're willing to put yourself out there because you have a gift and you can't sell yourself short. And like that kind of ties into like the topic that we're gonna jump into today. Um uh I find that like the more I get a chance to travel and talk to other people and I get to hear things about them, I hear um, a lot of like negative self-talk. And um, like one of the things that I don't know if you remember, I tell you is uh, your vernacular. You got to change your vernacular. You have to change the way you speak about yourself. You got to be different about how you approach certain things. You have to speak differently on those things. Because if you're not speaking differently on those things, then what you believe you become. So like meaning like if um, I have a friend of mine uh, and kind of had like a stroke of like bad luck and, you know, was like, yeah, just bad things always just happen to me. And I'm like, no, I refuse for, I refuse to accept that about you. And I refuse for you to, to say that around me. 
Like bad things happen to everybody. The question is, how do you react to it? And are you going to allow this to make or break you? One bad thing shouldn't set, like misalign everything, but you should be able to still be speak kindly about yourself and not like look at yourself in the mirror and completely dissect yourself from head to toe about how this is ugly, this is not perfect, this is terrible. Like you have to be able to switch up how you speak about yourself. That's the only way that you can um, be able to pour into other people. Absolutely, I think a lot of it is also when you when you talk about mindset, we are we are our best critics. I think we've talked about this before, but I just want to touch back on it because it's nothing that is old. It's nothing that can't be talked about. I think it's important to understand that when you look at yourself in the mirror and you find that you are, um, you know, you have something about you that you're not super fond by, like you're not like thrilled that maybe you, um, I don't know, you, you, maybe you don't like the way that your hair falls. Like I personally don't care how my hair falls, right? Like I'm actually going to share this. This is just a funny experience. So right now I'm in this weird, awkward phase of my hair. As we talked about this on a couple of weeks ago, actually, you're like, my hair was significantly shorter. And you said, okay, are you going to try and grow the beard? out? I had to clean it up a little bit. I had to do a little bit. So I'm not like okay. take length off, but then you have the top here, which is another extra that I'm doing and I'm growing the top out. And so it's growing out, out the hair and the beard. Yes. So okay. first of all, mind you, this is the first time I think I've actually committed to it. This is I'm in this awkward stage where first of all, my hair is touching my ears, which I don't really like. I don't like it at all. Um, but it's something that we, you sent me months ago, and it was the uh, what the heck is his name? Batman. Jesus, what is his name? Bruce Wayne, you sent me an Instagram reel about the Bruce Wayne haircut. Yes. And over the last couple, I would say a couple of weeks, I've been thinking about maybe doing it. Okay, and nice. I'm like, so, so it's going to be, well, it's actually going to be a little longer than the Bruce Wayne, but the idea is to essentially have a longer haircut. Cause Sandra the other day told me, she's like, you better not grow your hair out and cut it a certain way. And then last minute decide that you don't like it and change it up before the wedding. I'm like, no, 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 no. Don't worry. My hair grows slow. Yeah, it's a it's a dry run. You better you whatever, yeah, I, 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 this, whatever you well, do, I, you better commit I've gotta to it. Get it. I've gotta get it under control here. But I, I will say right now I'm in this really awkward spot with my head. And what I was trying to say is more so with what we're talking about right now. It's a mindset. I'm not a fan of how my hair falls. I don't like how my hair just is just looking like I'm in high school again. It's it sucks. But in order for it to get to the long level, like even you, it's so funny when you, you're going to see this later when you go back into Riverside, I look at where we started Riverside, your hair was like so short. And then there's like episodes where you see your hair is like completely just like a full on Afro. Like it's the funny, like it's just, you see each it's episode, like each week, yeah, it's like it over the last like three or four months, you can see where your hair was. So when you log in, you're going to be like, oh my God, that's how I looked like four months ago. Like with Hunt, when we did one with Hunter and uh, your hair was just, dude, it was like this. So short now, when, I mean, obviously your hair is like braided, cornrows, braided, braided, am I braided, saying right? Braided, braided. Yeah, these yeah. are like box braids, yeah, yeah. Box braids. So what I'm saying is sometimes it's a physical, maybe a mental, emotional, spiritual thing that we don't, um, you know, we, we are, we get super insecure about and 
it's that mindset that we have to have that it's temporary. Um, people are going to be mad with you temporarily. People are going to be upset with you temporarily. Um, and yes, I'm speaking about it in a general aspect, but I'm also wanting to reel that back into ourselves. This is all temporary. There's a, I have a goal. I have a goal that I want to grow my hair out. I want to cut it a certain way. So, I, you know, it looks like I, I work for Ralph Lauren and um, I'm a Ralph Lauren model. I'm just kidding. I'm not going to move to New York or do anything crazy like that. But my point is, is that I have to go through this awkward stage and accept the fact that this is where it's at. So I've instilled this mindset that this is what it is. And knowing and reminding myself, I actually have photos of, you know, the different hairstyles on my phone. So I remind myself, hey, I'm going for this goal. Yes, this is what I'm going through. It's a simple, it has, it's not emotionally distracting or mentally distracting. I'm more so just talking about this because this is something that I have a hard time with. You know, I've had a hard time with growing my hair out. You know, I have a hard time growing my beard out, but it's just finding the fact that you have to look yourself in the mirror and remind yourself with whatever it is, whatever task it is that you're capable of getting there. You just have to go through and be confident with whatever it is that you're doing. Um, I think the hardest part for most of us is that we are so easy to talk bad about ourselves because we're our best critic. And that was kind of what I was trying to get at is that we're just so critical. We think about, you know, if I notice this being pitbull in the morning on my face, other people are going to see it. So we bring attention to it immediately because we're already worried. And so that mindset has to go out the window, let it go, move forward. And, um, one of the things I wanted to ask you, actually, Adler, uh, with just everything, you know, in just kind of ties back to your where you're at now in your life. When you look back at when you were 25, how was your mindset overall with what we're talking about right now? Would you say you've had a significant amount of growth and maturing since? Obviously, I mean, naturally, yes, from 25 to 33, duh. But for yourself to talk about that and realization like, yes, 25, I was here, 33, I'm much different. Would you say you've had us that significant growth in what area of the mindset for you, that vernacular, do you feel like you've uh, improved on since 25? Um, I, I think for me specifically, um, like I was harsh. I was harsh on myself, I guess. Um, like, I, it was one of those things where I was going through school and then I wasn't as successful as I wanted to be. And it was largely because I didn't apply myself, like, if I'm being quite honest. And I remember having, like, um, these conversations with my dad and, like, I can't have someone to fail. I'm, I'm never going to be successful. And I started just kind of just tearing myself down. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, we're, I think we're in Boston at the time, if I'm not mistaken. We're in Boston and we were walking and um my dad was like um my dad was like you're not a dummy you're not stupid you are smart enough you are able to do um you are able to do this you just have to actually work at it and you can't just you can't just you know give up just because things get hard you are smart enough to do it you just have to take one day at a time so um that was like, and I remember, like, I think we were in the middle, like, we're in the middle, like, middle of like Boston or something. We're walking, and I just remember just like breaking down, just like, just, 
my dad was just like, no, you, you have to change what you're saying about yourself. And I took that to heart. And so I remember like going back, getting back to Florida, flying in and saying, okay, I'm going to do this. If it's the last thing I do, I'm going to do this. I don't care what it takes. I don't care what I have to do. I don't care where I have to go. I'm going to make sure that I get that done. Like this is, this is something that's going to happen one way or another. And, um, at that point, once I kind of said, I'm willing to sacrifice and do anything, I was willing to do anything. And, um, I think the, the, the crazy thing is like, sometimes a lot of people have like the, this, these like mental blocks, like, you, you know how we have like these roadblocks and, um, like physically roadblocks that, that stop you from moving forward or progressing. You have these mental blocks that you create in your head and you start telling yourself, well, I can't do that. And I'm not capable of doing this. And then you start to believe it. One of the, one of the, I think I was watching a Will Smith, um, it was a Will Smith uh, interview with uh, someone, I can't remember who it was, but he said, uh, he had an interview, uh, a quote, he said, whether or not you think you can or you can't, you're right. Meaning that no matter whatever you, whatever you tell yourself, if you say you can't do it, then you're right. If you say you can do it, then you're right. It all depends on what you're telling yourself. And so this is why it's so important to have like that positive self-talk that um, changes the vernacular because if you start viewing everything in a negative lens, then all you're going to get in return is just a whole bunch of negativity. Those negative emotions, those negative feelings are just gonna, there's more negative emotions and feelings around than there are like actual good feelings. Like turn on the news, you'll be depressed within five minutes. Like this is the society and the world that we live in. So what we need to like, what we need to start exercising is exercising um, the ability to say nice things about ourselves, be kind to um, the fact that we have shortcomings. We're not perfect, but it's okay. And like, ask yourself, all right, well, I wasn't successful with this today. What did I learn? And write it down. Like when you learn something that's important, it's important to write it down and make sure that you actually commit it to memory so that way um, you can make sure that you don't let, allow that to happen again. We had a, um, like, uh, one more like, story. Sure. We had a family friend. He said, um, Jamaican guy, he told this story way better than I'll be butcher it myself. But um, he, he said, um, when you're young, you have, two, you have two men, right? You have a young man and an older man. You have this young man, he's walking down the road, and then there's uh, walking down a sidewalk. There's a crack in the sidewalk. He doesn't see it. He walks, he trips over it, he gets up, and he's like, okay, whatever. And he just keeps going. You have an older gentleman. He sees the same crack that's on the, um, on the street. He sees the crack. He trips over it. He gets back up, and he inspects it. He starts to look at it and say, huh, okay. So then the next day comes around. That young man that just finished running by the day before is now walking the same route, the same crack. He strips, he falls, he you know, gets up, and he just keeps going. This time around, the older gentleman, he sees the crack. He knows that it's coming up, and he walks around, steps over it, because now he already knows what to anticipate. And that was like a proverb just to describe to you how sometimes when bad things happen, you have to take a second and just sit there, analyze it from as many perspectives as you can and pull the lesson out of it. Because sometimes the lessons aren't um, 
when you're winning. The lessons that the most valuable lessons that you can ever have is when you're in a desperate time or you're going through depression or you're having like a, just a bad a bad time in life. Those are the one, ones that one of the most educational moments of life. Um, and you you can't you can't you know shortchange it. You can't like circumvent it. You you have to just kind of go through the process in order to learn and grow. I love that you brought that up because it is something that I think a lot of us, including myself, we. I'm just here too. Well, well, yeah. It's because you know. So here's my thing. I think the the, the reason why those lessons are the best is because of the fact that a you're in a state of uncomfortability. And I think we've talked about that before too, but it's just like that idea of I want to be comfortable. Most, I would say 99% of the world population is by default more prone to wanting to be in a, a state of comfort instead of being in a being state of comfortable. However, being uncomfortable teaches you to think outside the box because your goal is to reestablish a state of comfort. So, for example, I think finances is one really that everyone can relate to in some state of their life. But it's like, okay, well, let's just say you have $50 in your bank account. And you look at that and you're like, man, I don't get paid until two more weeks. That's a pretty daunting thing because... Where's your, you know, what, let's just say we'll just throw out another uncomfortable aspect to it, which I think some people don't actually have this, but emergency funds. You don't have an emergency fund. Let's just say you, you know, you don't know what to expect by the next paycheck. So yeah. people live in that mindset of like, oh my God, what am I going to do? And you have all these things to take care of. You know, you're going to eat, you got to put gas in your car. If you have a car, you know, you're tired, you ride a bike, things of that nature. So I think what happens is when you really analyze, you find a way that you become more humble. I feel like people are more frugal and people are way more aware of what's going on because they're uncomfortable with where they're at and they're trying to find a way to be comfortable. So they make ends meet with the $50. They make mm -hmm. ends meet with whatever amount that they have left over. And I think what happens is- Make like, it last as long as possible. Correct. And so then come to realize when your next paycheck comes around, you realize, oh, snap. I was able to do it. I was able to get there. I made it seven days from the time that I realized I had this much. And I'm using this as, this as an example because I think oftentimes we are so quick to panic and freak out and stress. And I don't think it's ever really worked for anybody to work under pressure so quickly. We're under a stressful environment and it works so fast because you end up missing something. You tend to make you're prone to making more mistakes and you're prone to miss key pertinent information. And so like the, that kind of goes to the whole, like good things take time. Um, I just feel like a lot of times we get, we, we are not flexing the muscles enough. Or as when I say are flexing our muscle, the brain to experience, I think it's funny because it's not funny. Actually, it's not funny. I shouldn't say that. Cassandra and I were having this conversation on the way home. It's ironic, yes. Ironic that we have this conversation that, you know, we are so we are we take life for granted. We take everything we have for granted. We we here at least in the United States. And right now, geo, on a geo geological perspective, right now, there's a lot going on in other parts of the world that geopolitical you know, people, 
geopolitical aspect that you have people who are literally doing everything they can to stay alive. Uh, and over here, you know, we were talking about this because the mindset that we have is that, oh, I have everything. I'm good. I'm comfortable. There's people that are going through some really trying time, literally life, their lives depend on how fast they get out of an area. I'm not, obviously I'm talking about what's going on over in Israel. It, it, it's just to, not to try to dive into that right now, more so just to kind of use this as a surface, like a topical example that we as people in general, you know, I, I would never know what that's like. I will not understand that what that's like, you know, we, we don't know what that's like. And, and I will say, I could speak for probably the majority of the Americans, unless you've been in other parts of the world or you're born uh, in uh different, you know, like in a, in a, in a poverty nation, like, you know, you, your, your dad and your mom can speak on that. They understand they left to, to raise their two kids and make sure they have everything that they can with whatever they have. Those trying times are things that not everybody experiences. And so we were talking about this because it's all a mindset. Why is it that in other nations where people have minimal or the kindest, most humble, most loving people, while the people who have everything you would think are more humble and more kind and more generous, and they're really not. So I'm only saying this to say that the people, it's all a mindset. People have found that it is okay to live within their means or less but remembering that it's all up here because no matter how much you don't have, you, again, mindset, having a mindset doesn't cost anything. Having a mindset is literally everything. It's, it is, it's a currency as well. Just like time, it's something that can make or break you. It can take you from being uh, uncomfortable to comfortable. It can take you from being uh, somebody who doesn't believe to believing that you can do something. And so like that whole self-talk, just to kind of really quickly just focus on that real quick. The self-talk aspect is what got me through a lot of the harsh struggles that I had uh, going through my adolescent years and going in through the young adult years, especially 18 years old. No idea what the heck to do besides work a job and figure out how am I going to live and have a place to put my head down and sleep and also make sure I have food in my stomach. Like that was just something that you live for. And then you get to 25 and now you're planning a wedding and you're like, holy smokes, what do I do? How do I work this? And it's like a year out and you're just doing everything you can. Like your priorities change, but you have to also live on a budget. And so those things now become uncomfortable, but you learn that you're able to. It's like, it's like when, here, one more example, just like you, we were at the, we were at the Lou Gardens. And we were there because you could bring your dogs for the first time. It was their first time in however many years Lou Gardens has been around here in Orlando that you can first for the first time bring your dog. There was a little toddler that looked like she had probably just started learning to walk. And you probably experienced this in your, your godchildren. But like for the first time that they walk, they stand up and then they fall back onto their butt. And the kid, the, the toddler, not even, she's probably like one or two, maybe a little less than two years old got back up and tried it again. The fact that that two year, the, 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 the toddler understands that I'm just trying to learn to walk, fall and get back up. It was just unique because I kept thinking to myself, you're going to fall. You're going to have to get back up. You got to fall. You got to get back up. You got to fall to get back up. But eventually that toddler is going to be running. And it's because the toddler realized when you hit your butt and you fall on your butt, you have 
to find a way to get back off the ground. And some people don't. Some people, some people are gonna. Um, some some people fall and then they stay there for. They stay there because know. they don't know what to do or they don't want to do anything to get back up because it's just easier to say, you know what, it is fine, and we give in. We're very easy to give in. We convince ourselves, and that's why I, I like what you said about with Will Smith. Uh, the whole like you're right no matter what you say. You tell yourself it's gonna be good, it's gonna be good. You tell yourself it's gonna be bad because that's a comfort. That's a comforting thing for us. We do that to reassure ourselves. So I think that vernacular, the self-talk, the whole mindset, everything that we've talked about, like in general, um, it's an ever-changing and ever-adapting thing. We'll always do for the rest of our lives, no matter what, how much money you make no matter the wealth that you have, no matter how many children you have, no matter how many jobs you've worked, how many degrees you have or don't have, every single human will experience some degree of of challenges, uh, roadblocks, like you said earlier, and also the adversities that are going to make you a better person. And, and hopefully you learn from them because sometimes sure. people don't. Some people would rather just stay right where they are and they don't want to change because it's easier just to keep doing the same thing, whether it's right or wrong, because up here it's right or wrong. Um, and that's what makes each person different. But everybody has mindset. You just have to work that muscle. You got to work the brain to understand that it's okay. Yeah, that sure. sometimes you're not going to be where you want to be or, or uh, you know, be in a state of comfort that you prefer to be no yeah for sure man um and like to kind of like wrap it up before we end um what you you if you think about it you are the voice of your inner monologue that inner monologue that you have in your brain that voice you are the the author of that voice so whatever right. you tell that voice to say to you is exactly how that voice will respond and the way I look at it is if that voice is always going to be saying something, it might as well say something positive. It might as well give you something, uh, some sort of nourishment, some sort of like encouragement instead of like pretending and like not pretending, but instead of like using um, objective data to, to say, oh, well, I'm a piece of crap because I did this and I don't like myself. I don't love myself. Like the like the fact that there are some people who can look go to a mirror and not even look at themselves is um it's sad it's very sad and it's 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 really like it's foreign to me mainly because it's just like there's only one me in the whole entire world it's just me there's not going to be another Avastamostako there could be a whole bunch of people who have the same first name but no one will have the same combination of names that I do. And no one will be the same person that I am. And if I have to choose who to be, I'm going to unapologetically be me because everyone else is taken. So why would I try to do that? You know, mm-hmm. um, I just think that it's one of those things that we, we, we can even revisit this again. But talking about yourself in a positive light is the most important thing that you can do. That's the best start that you can have in the day. And I can help you get through so much more if you're able to take the time and routinely do it every day. Absolutely, man. I think we should revisit it. Um, I think that sometimes, you know, in, in all the things that we do, 
uh, even some of the best and the most smartest, brilliant people, uh, they're always there's always going to be an opportunity for us to fall and there's always an opportunity for us to get back up. It's again, like the toddler, you just have to, I, I think I, this was years ago. I posted on my Instagram. It says that the amount of times that you get the same amount of times you fall, there's the same amount of times you have an opportunity to get back up and try again. And I think that we have to embed ourselves in that like mindset that it's only temporary, that you're going to, you're going to have to get through it. And if you have a mindset that you know that, there is a, an ending and that ending can be good or bad. You get to decide that depending on how you put yourself and place yourself. Uh, it, it's like one last thing. It's like a chess match. I feel like that would be one way to really look at it. We both start off with the same amount of pieces, same placement. And at the end of the day, there's going to be only be one winner. You can only checkmate one way, one person. Yeah. And it's all up here. And people get frustrated when they play chess because they're like, well, I, I had this move and blah, blah, blah. It's like, well, you got to set the board back up, do it again. So I think that, you know, when we self-talk mindset, all of those things, um, we could talk about it every single, every episode. I feel like that's just so, so important. So it's definitely needed for sure. And I think it's a good reminder, especially as we are, you know, it's October uh, and your favorite holiday of the year is sneaking up next month. Um, which is an ongoing battle between which is better Christmas or Thanksgiving between you and me. I personally will still mashed say potatoes and turkey, buddy. Mashed potatoes and turkey and football. Oof. I I can't I can't I can't I can't say that uh I I won't I won't diss that I will say that it is good I love eating on Thanksgiving but it's something about Christmas time that I just love but we could have that yeah. conversation another day but hey man. Listen, I hope you enjoy the rest of your uh, birthday weekend. I obviously were recording on the weekend of your birthday, yes, but I, yes, I, yes. I, I'm thankful for you. I'm grateful for you. I'm 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 proud of you for getting to the level where you're at at 33. I hope by the time I'm 33, um, I'm thriving. And, you're gonna and be well. I don't you are well way past me for sure. Oh no, stop. For sure. I feel like I feel like I'm a I'm a young Jedi to you when we have these conversations. Sometimes I'm like, listen, I'm actually actively listening to you when you talk about things because a lot of these things are I feel like are your experiences. But um, I do appreciate you, and I thank you for being uh, along the side of me with this podcast as we start sneaking up into the the, the holiday times and our fourth anniversary yeah. slash birthday. But uh, I don't want to hold up from your time uh, for the rest of your weekend. Um, there's one last thing. Make sure to follow us on Instagram. Uh, you yeah, guys can follow the destination. We're on every single platform you possibly can think of. People keep asking me, and I keep telling people wherever you feel like a podcast, music, any of that stuff we're can there. be put on. We we're got there. really early. <laughs> yes, we did. We got, we got really, really, really blessed yeah. with that. So, and of course, Adler, you're on TikTok and Instagram as yeah, the, 24, uh, 24 hours, hours in a day. day. Yeah. So, so, with that being said, guys, until next time. Out. Um, oh yeah, definitely check us out, and I appreciate you, Finn, for the kind words, man. Um, it, like it, I wouldn't imagine having this journey or walk with anybody else, buddy. So um, I appreciate you, and um, I hope every single one of you guys have a blessed week this week. Um, stay positive and be the source of positivity in someone's life, whether it be just holding the door open or you know letting somebody cut in line, whatever. Just some random act of kindness is better than nothing. That's right. Anyway, that being said, take care, guys.
Peace. All right, man. Go have fun.